Chad and Haley Show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre. Yes, welcome to the Jed and Haley Show, podcast number 12. Uh, we're rattling through these, so uh, yes, thank you very much to all our uh, listeners and all your comments as well, and all your feedback and all your reviews always means a lot. But on last week's pro- podcast, uh, Haley, you mentioned uh, a partner. Yes, and those eagle-eared among you may have noticed our intro is slightly different uh, because now we are in partnership with the Grand Theatre in Blackpool. So, very exciting for our for our uh, what, second month, third month? I've lost yeah. count of the months. I think we're in our second month uh, and we're delighted to have the Grand Theatre in Blackpool on board uh, supporting our podcast. So, yeah, we're going to be um, hopefully getting some exciting guests from the Grand Theatre and uh, finding out what's been going on there because, of course, the theatre's been in the news Um for kind of the wrong reasons, really, for really depressing and sad reasons. So uh, we're delighted to be in partnership with them and we're going to be talking about what they've been doing while I think they call it when the theatre has has gone dark, you know? Oh, the okay, lights yeah. haven't been on for, yeah. for quite some time and although theatres can open, they you know they can't put performances on at the moment because of uh, the, the social distancing. So mm. it kind of leaves theatres in a very, very precarious position financially and for the future. So we're going to be finding out a little bit more about what they've been doing um, behind the scenes there at Blackpool's Grand Theatre. Yeah, one show that was, um, was cancelled because of COVID and we got tickets for was Peppa Pig. So yes. we got tickets, right? Anyway, we were like, oh, wondering when... Because some of the shows are obviously rebooking for next year, but maybe at different times mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. what have you, because obviously that's what they've got to do. Um, and they booked the new times for Peppa Pig. Mm-hmm. And do you know when that date is? Please let it be your birthday or something like that. No. It is Valentine's Day. <laughs> So, I mean, that's romance. So, uh, me and the wife, we'll be there, kids in tow, <laughs> nice. Peppa Pig, watching it oh, at the Grand. Fingers crossed, it. anyway. And in a yeah. weird way, we are like, yeah, you know what? Fingers crossed we really mm. do watch it because then we know the theatres are back, people are enjoying live performances, and... Um, there is a probably a bit of normality going on. So yeah, you know I mean? do you know what I didn't realise was we use that we use the grand particularly and other theatres, but we use the grand particularly for gifts. So you know when it comes to like yeah. Mother's Day, Father's Day, we yeah. do it all the time. So next year, I think my mother-in-law's got red hot chili pipers. I want to say mm. and a and a play. I think I can't remember. Yeah. It was ages ago we booked it. Then I'd got my parents' tickets to see Lancashire Hot Pots. See that's always a shoe in for me. As soon as the Lancashire Hot Pots are at the grand, I'm like I just ring up tickets sorted obviously we'd got panto tickets booked so i'm like i didn't really stop to consider how much time and how much uh, and how many tickets I, I must buy over the course of of a year and how often we must go mm. to all of a sudden when they got back in touch and went so we've shows are all moving um and it, it's sad but i guess i didn't realize how many gifts i buy for people to go to the theater because parents are a nightmare to buy for jed that's that's well, one of the things you learn anything, as an adult do they? they don't need way. out so and i know they always have a brilliant night and never at the end of it so that's why i always so i always it's a get good the gift, tickets isn't it it's a good, it, gift. It's right. a good gift it's a good gift is theater and um and tickets whether it's music or plays or mm. pantos or whatever they are a good gift because you go you use them you enjoy it and you go you know that was a good present and a good 
gifts. So you're absolutely right. Yeah. They are. Um, oh. So yeah, hopefully a bit of normality maybe. <laughs> Sorry, Jed. I've just remembered that story you once told me about when your parents went to see, was it an opera or a play and your dad got told off? Yeah. So, uh, and, he, and he's a nightmare for it. So he, it was, <laughs> no, it was, I'll tell you what it was. It was James Last. So Ooh, James Last is a, is a famous, um, you know, obviously going back in the day and some of the, uh, I mean, it's one for the younger ones, this. Um, but this is <laughs> going back quite a number of years. He was, um, you know, like Andre Rue. Andre Rio. Um, Rio R- right. R- we're very cultured Andre here. Rio, right. Rio. Uh, it, it basically him, but, yeah. but sort of, I, I always like to say, I describe him, right. As him, but like the miners' version, right. um, okay. you know, a working class like, version. Working class him. version, yeah. Okay. Because um, and he's obviously he's absolutely minted this bloke, so he's clearly mm-hmm. not. But he he was he was kind of one for the people, if you will. And you know, so mm-hmm. he has a bit of a show band and and does um, band big band stuff. And mm-hmm. no, I don't think they do. I bet they do guest vocalists. I was going to say, bet yeah. they do, you know, but it's mainly all about instrumentals, and mm-hmm. you know, they do. Uh, maybe do um, like film scores on the night. They do all sorts, right? So my dad absolutely like loves James Last. Got loads of his albums and stuff like that. So yeah, when he arrived, it was very much you know humming all the way through, all the way through the tune. And people have paid you know good, good money, a lot of money, yeah, seventy yeah. quid for some of these tickets. And he's humming his way, but he's done it on all sorts. He's done it, yeah, he's done it at operas. Um, you know, um, Phantom of the Opera. Whenever they went to the London, he, he oh, was humming all the way through. And again, <laughs> some people have paid, you know, big bucks to see some of these. To Lion King, you know, <laughs> he beat sold out, couldn't get a ticket, yeah, and he was ruining yeah. it for everyone. So because yeah. he hums along, your dad, all the uh, your dad presumes that the sing along or hum along thongs. He thinks you want to get tickets for the sing along ones. Songs of praise. That's what I should be getting tickets for. He'd love that. He'd absolutely love it. But no, hopefully, like I say, you know, we will resume. And weirdly, um, we're in September now. And I, I don't know about you, but does that feel proper weird that yeah. it's September? Mm. Yeah, no, it does. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how to put it other than I'm rushing around like a blue-arse fly at the moment, Jed, because Freddie starts school tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So now it's like, I feel like it's suddenly all got a bit real and mm. I know I'm going to be a nightmare tomorrow. Yeah, well, it's, it's weird today. First time, mm. we're all out of the house. Really? Because I was at work. Um, Claire's obviously a teacher, so she's gone back to work. Gracie's gone back to school, and Charlie's been at nursery. God, so it's an empty one house. of them. Yeah, it's one of them where there's you know either you've come back or I've been at home, and mm. when you come back, someone's been at home for six months. And like it's it's and we've got and weirdly we've all got used to it. It's, yeah, you do. It's like honestly, it's like our life. It's like we're um, we're, we're we're millionaires. You know, and we can stay at home a bit, <laughs> yeah. bit of part-time. We'll go off to a bit of a meeting. We'll have a bit of a walk. Do you know what I mean? You know these yeah, people that, yeah. like, just stay at home and you think, oh, they've got plenty of money them, and, you know, they just yeah. do a bit of this and a bit of that. That We've all been living like that. And uh, so mm, we've all kind no, of totally. got used to it. So to, so to everyone sort of to be out the house, it's just it's been weird. bizarre. Yeah, proper weird. And to come back and... It's like no one's here and so it'll take a bit yeah. of time to get used to. 
I agree. And I think that's going to be what I'm like tomorrow. I've been building up to Freddie starting school for ages because he hasn't gone back to preschool. I didn't bother sending him back. I didn't want to confuse him. So he's been my little shadow since, what, the 20th of March? He hasn't gone back. So we spend... All our time together. He's an only child. So my other half went back to work a few weeks ago. So it's just the two of us. So, you know, we, we play, we talk, we watch TV together, we we make stuff, we do stuff. And he's, he's, he's my constant companion. So the fact that pretty much come tomorrow, that's that's it. And it's been the big build-up. You know, just the talk has been about school and everything, yeah. whether it's like, you know, Cause this is his knife and fork, pal. Because this time, is, you know. It? Yeah. yeah, I mean, they've not had any settling in time. So uh-huh. when he literally bowls through the door tomorrow, it's his, pretty much his first time. Because we took him to an open day, but I was really vague with him in case we didn't get the school that we didn't yeah, get that particular to, school. Yeah. So I was just a bit vague when I took him around. I didn't make a big deal of it in case we didn't get that school. Um, so it'll be his, his second time in he's ever been in the place. So and I'm, te- I'm terrified is the wrong word. I'm just feel a bit sick you know like you get sicky nervous i feel a bit yeah a bit sick and a bit nervous i don't think i'll sleep tonight it's no, ridiculous it is weird isn't it and uh, and obviously we are in um september but when you look at it it's what is it what do you know what i'm you? doing do you know what i'm doing no. have a guess what Mama, I'm, doing. I'm having a sip of drink while you're doing that have a guess what i'm doing so 16 i've counted have a guess. Weeks? Yeah. It's not 16 weeks. Until, until? Christmas. Christmas. 16 Fridays to go until Christmas. Because that's the first thing I, I I was like, September, and I was like, that's kind of winter. I I kind of Mm. turned September to winter. You know, it's like summer holidays are over, summer's gone, that's it, winter. Even though it's been quite Mm. nice, actually, over the bank holiday weekend, it's like, no, winter now. And then we're like, oh, oh, yeah. So your attention's got to turn to Christmas. And then it was 16 weeks. 16 Fridays. And it's like people will start, you know, going out, having to think about it, what you're doing. But then we were talking about this the other day. It's like Christmas parties. Like, you can't even... People will be planning now, won't they? But you could, mm. who knows what's going on? Um, it's a weird one. It's it a weird is. One. And just like we we're going back to the very beginning of this conversation, uh, going back to going back to talking about the Grand, just having no panto. As a, oh, yeah. as, a, as a person that attends the panto, and I took Freddie along last year, and we had the best time, to someone that, that it can take over your whole Christmas when you're doing it, just the fact that it's not going to be there and not be anything to anyone, it's, it's going to be a bizarre Christmas this year. It is, but uh, like I say, we've give you the countdown. We've uh, we've let you know your time <laughs> scales. There is, uh, yeah, that is our bit of public service for you. There, oh. sixteen weeks to go, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for story of the week. Okay, well, this week's story is another one that's really uh, tickled me. I had a few to choose from, but I've gone for this one because you mentioned a few weeks ago that during lockdown you were pretty much on first name terms with your delivery drivers yeah, yeah, for, yeah, from yeah. from online shopping because it's gone berserk, hasn't yeah. it, over over lockdown? Well, um, I want to know what your reaction is because this lady's an NHS counsellor, her name's Sharon, and she was cooking in the kitchen when a van pulled up outside a house. Um, so the man ran from the vehicle towards a garden and she followed him, suspecting he could be stealing some wood randomly whatever that means uh, but apparently she caught the man mid squat defecating <laughs> on her property amongst the trees and called the police Sharon said he even asked what her problem was and got aggressive as he tried to leave she said I asked what the heck he was doing and he just re- 
I asked what the heck he was doing and he just remained pooing while asking me what my problem was. <laughs> He's messed with the wrong woman. She says, I'm a blue belt in Taekwondo and the anger and the rage he saw was enough to put the fear of God in him. Anyway, Amazon have sacked him. <laughs> Do you know though, right? Oh, that's a great story. I um, We Thanks. once did, we once did um, a phone-in um, and it was basically, uh, there was a football player called, well, Gary, you know Gary Lineker, in, in 1990, yeah. the semi-final of the World Cup, he um, he he did, I think, I'm sure it was a, like a tackle. Anyway, he, he, he basically, you know, pooed himself. And no. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he basically sort <gasps> of, Gary. he sort of felt. And was like, oh yeah, that's that's not so good. So rubbed his hands on the grass just to get to get it off right, and thought, well, I'm just carrying on. And um, anyway, there's another story about a, a player for Real Madrid called Sergio Ramos, who basically got caught short um, on the field. So literally just ran off, went to the loo, you know, dropped one, came back out, and no. um, it was basically sort of the the phoning was like, where have you been caught short? Yeah, when you needed to go. Yeah, exactly. This guy rings up, and it's this great story. He goes, he says, do you remember cross-country at school? Like, oh, yeah, we all remembered that. Mm. You know, they normally, you know, you didn't do it in July. You always did it in, like, you know, middle of January. Freezing coldest month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, you know, heavy ground, dead muddy, you know. And then he said, so we we all had to set off. And it was like a three-mile track or something. So we all set off, and um, and he said, about halfway through, he said, I had quite a big lunch. And because I was running, I was running quite quick. It's dislodged like, it, Yeah, just bouncing up and down. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go. And he says, yeah, I'm like 14. And it would have been really embarrassing. And, and obviously there at school, you had them white sort of um, shell suity like shorts. So they, they obviously, you know, weren't very, um, you, you couldn't hide it, could you? So anyway, <laughs> he's like, right, I'm going to jump over this wall here. So there's this wall. So he jumps over it. And he goes mm-hmm. in a bit, and he uh, obviously pulls his track, and he starts like, oh, right, thank goodness for that. Anyway, next minute, he hears these, like, quad bikes pulling up, like, when he's like, oh, no, what, you know, I'm going to get told off. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's really worried because, you know, he's supposed to do the cross-country. Anyway, mm-hmm. guess who pulls up, to say, and he goes, what are you doing there on my land, right? No. Guess who it was? <gasps> Go on. Ozzy Osbourne. No, oh, that's amazing. That so is amazing. He basically pulled and ran, ran over this wall, had a bit of a dump in, in Ozzy Osbourne's back garden. And he was like, uh, yes, so I just was uh, caught short doing a cross country here. And uh, I need, he went, oh, he went right, well, he says, as long as you bury it, get off me land and we'll, uh, and, and that'd be oh, said. So he's obviously no, seen it on like, cameras amazing. and CCTV and all this. So yeah, being caught short, he does the Osborne. Oh, that's that's a great story. Nothing though. worse though, is there? Nothing worse. Well, what, would you, what would you have done, Jed? Because obviously oh. you've said that you know, you, you know, Claire's done a lot of internet shopping mm. over lockdown. Oh, and if you just if you caught one, I mean, this woman's just said, I just went and told him off. I mean, I sp- if you're having a wee, I suppose I'd be like, come on, mate. You know, surely there's something up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a number two's a bit different. Do you know what I mean? It's someone's it's, garden. It's a bit sort of like, it's I don't know. It's it's a bit detrimental, isn't it? It's isn't like it? you know, you've just pooed on me land. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't even let a and dog do it. You know? No. And then it's who picks it up and well, deals exactly. with it. And, you know, if he 
if he sort of... And the thing Ooh. is, if he dug a hole, you'd be like, well, you just dug a hole in my garden. And <laughs> even if he bagged it up, it'd just be... It just would be like, where would he then put the bag? But then I've always yeah. thought that. Where do, where do, you know, people go? Like, you know, people who work in the road? Yeah. You don't see any portaloos. Out, outdoors. Yeah, because yeah. you're not yeah. in someone's house. You're not working at someone's mm. house. You're working in the road and... So what, like, where do you go? Do you, you know what, Jed? I like it when you make me ponder one of life's oh, mysteries. There you go. Where I... do people who work outdoors go? So if you're listening to this <laughs> and you are an outside worker, we want to know where you're going, right? I mean, because especially... For a poo, if specifically. <laughs> yeah, because if, if you're not working near, say... I don't know, like a, a shopping <laughs> unit or in town, you know, or anything like that, or a pub or whatever. Mm. If you're working in a place that's quite maybe, you know, remote, but there's plenty of houses round, you can't just knock on someone's door. You know, if, if someone knocked on your no. door and went, I'm just working on the road outside, but I, I really need a poo. Can I come in? Can I use it? <laughs> You'd be like, no, no, no you're all right. Can't, mate. So where do you go? That's maybe, well, the garden. Maybe, one maybe of, that, it's one of life's mysteries, Jeff. Maybe that's it. But so yeah, so if you are a worker of outside types, where do you go for your number twos? Uh, <laughs> let us know. We've got a Facebook page. Yes. Pop them up Thanks. all over there. Uh, yeah. We don't want picture evidence. Uh, just we, a little poo could, emoji would be enough. <laughs> you can just poo tell emoji, us. and then where <laughs> is it right or is it wrong? So is it right? Is it wrong? Three news stories here. One of these is right. Uh, oh, two I've not got me pens and wrong. stuff here. No, I have. I've got a pen. Have you? I'm, I'm leading at the moment. I've, I've won the last two, aren't I? So uh, pretty pleased with this. Right. Hello. Are you ready for these stories? I'm like a coil spring. Here we go. The first one is Declan Donnelly of Anton Deck fame. He's allegedly revealed he nearly quit showbiz at the young age of 11 to become a priest like his brother. The uh, 44-year-old apparently reportedly wanted to turn his back on the industry after losing a lead role in the children's show Geordie Racer back in 1987. All right, next story. Little Mix star Jessie Nelson has written her own steamy novel. It's called Little Minx. The book, which is the is going to be released in October, is apparently more steamier than Fifty Shades and even racier than a Mills and Boone book. Ooh. And Ooh. cycling star Bradley Wiggins is being lined up as the new coach of rugby league side Salford. The Super League outfit are apparently looking for something outside the box to get them close to winning the title, something they've never done. So Ooh. there you go. That's really hard, that Tough Jeff. ones then, aren't they? That's really, really hard. Two are false. One is right. But which one? <sighs> I don't know. I really Donnelly. don't know. Could you see him Right, technically, I know he's... Well, his brother's a priest, isn't he? Yeah, so I get that. I get that there's a connection there. So that's plausible. Yeah. Jess, the, the one I'm least leaning towards is Jessie's Little Minx. Um, why? Why? Then, I think she's a novel. I just... No, I don't. <laughs> and I also sometimes think that it's more of an older person's thing to write steamy novels. They've had a bit more experience. Yes, you're right. Do you know what yes, I mean? So I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they, yeah. they can write the book. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they can write oh, the book. Yes. Yeah. So, Jesse, no. Bradley Wiggins at Salford, though. Mm, again, that could. There. That is, yeah. That's fun. plausible. Yeah. Olympian. Oh, 
you've torn me there. The I'm torn. I'm absolutely torn between the Declan, priest. the priest, and Brad, the coach. Yeah. So I don't know which to go for. I think I'm going to go for Bradley Wiggins as the coach. Well, you were right with Jesse Nelson. Mm, she wasn't I suspected that. writing Little Meeks as a uh, steamy novel. Um, as you one of your daydreams, was it, Jared? One of your daydreams. No, as you rightly say, actually, it is an older thing, isn't it? You know, older women that, um, you know, I suppose dream of that. Um, it's it, no, it's experience, what it put is. It down, put it down experience. in a book. <laughs> Get it written so, down. Write this Get down. Get it written down. Um, so, yeah, not her. So, well done on no. that. Thank um, you. Declan Donnelly, though, a priest. After, mm. uh, and thinking about it, he's probably right to say his brother was a priest, so. Is would he have been a priest? Well, that one was the right answer. No! Yeah, it was. I've gone dumb yeah, at this. I've gone rubbish. So, Declan Donnelly mm. apparently got, well uh, he got, um, yeah, turfed out of the uh, Geordie Racer show. He got turned oh. away saying, listen, not good enough. Uh, the age of 11 and I'm thinking then after that it would have gone on to Biker Grove would he would he would yeah, have been I a bit older so it was about that age yeah 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 so I used to love Biker that? Grove I mate. know I did yeah who was the um, really good who was the manager of the um, he had a big tash remember it yes remember the manager um, of Biker Grove I can't Grove? remember his name but I remember there was a character called Spuggy who was Spuggy. one of my faves yeah, yeah one of my faves was he called Jeff I'm just putting I'm it out re- there. I'm, yeah, you I know, think I've it might Googled, be Jeff. I've Googled. Oh, have you Googled it? I've Jeez. Googled, and this is how I've done it. Biker Grove moustache. And, <laughs> and on, and on. It's, it's him. It, it, it's, is his name Jeff? Well, it's the image of, of his massive Oh, the moustache. fella you were thinking Jeff, of. Jeff, yeah, his name was... Thank his you, name. Jeff. I don't, did he have a, I don't think he had a second name. You don't want a second name. Oh, Jeff Keegan was his oh. name. Uh, Billy you know, Fame. Do you know what I was thinking? When I was a kid, I used to love Biker Grove. I used to love Neighbours, love Home and Away. I watched a lot of the good telly as, you know, after school, telly was mint. Oh, it was. Now yeah. I think there's no on. No, no, absolutely not. No on. You know, unless you like quizzes. Jeff from. Yeah, Biker Jeff Grove. From Biker yeah, Grove doesn't mm-hmm. have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> You've been some of that. I might start in one. Um. Oh, he was in Billy Elliot as well. Was he? Is he still alive? Don't know. Yeah, he's 74. Is he? Yeah, 74. You haven't that. But no, he doesn't have. um, Yeah, he doesn't have a a Wikipedia page. It's an outrage. That is an outrage. Afterwards. Obviously, we all know about Auntie Deck and how famous they became. Uh, oh, Jill Halfpenny, she was in it. Donna Rae, she was in it. She yeah, they were all. It was stars of the future. Andrew Hayden Grow- Smith, do you remember him? He, oh, he did a bit of Live and Kicking. I um, tell you, the other kids' TV program everyone used to watch were Children's Award. That were on ITV. Yeah, it was. Yeah, everyone that was. was on that. Yeah, that was very good. Oh no! Well, so very basically, good. Jeff from Biker Grove. Um, yeah, so he he died in it, didn't he? He, um, yeah. he, he uh, a gas explosion uh, at the Millennium. Right. So, um, ah, but that yeah, was a, that was so, a Millennium cliffhanger. Jeff. Yeah, so he's been in um, apparently he's just been in pantomimes basically across the region, and he's been heartbeat as well. Oh, um, okay. But he did appear in Billy Elliot and Purely Belter. Nice. Um, and Purely Belter. Yeah, and that was about it. So. Oh, nice. What I've a nice what? nostalgic end to the podcast it this really week. I'm enjoying has it. Been. And I'm just looking. How many people came out of Biker Grove? Didn't he? Denise I mean. Welsh. 
Charlie yeah. Hardwick, Chelsea Halfpenny. So many people came out mm. of incredible. Bite a Grove it? man. I used to love but honestly, kids and I don't know what they're missing. No, it was a super program. What even was it about? Was it just about a youth club? That was a youth club, yeah. Yeah, It was just about a youth club. Just like all that, I suppose, yeah. yeah. Very good, wasn't it? So there you go. PJ and Duncan. PJ PJ and Duncan. That's what they were. So, um, yeah, so I I win again. I don't know what score is, but I know I'm ahead. Put it that way. All right, right. all right. right. I just need to get better at it, that's all. The Jed and Haley Show. So there you go. That was podcast number 12 of The Jed and Haley Show. As we said at the start, please uh, keep all your lovely messages coming in. We really do uh, love hearing from you and we read them all. So if you want to subscribe as well, it's really easy to do. And, uh, yeah, please feel free to leave us, you know, a poo emoji. <laughs> yes. Um, at Jed Mills. I was wanting you Miss to leave Haley it there. On Do Twitter. The poo emoji. <laughs> See you later. Or you could uh, leave your poo emojis on our Facebook page. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Jed and Haley Show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre.